old morning, folks. It's Monday, April the 6th, 2015, and you've got another episode of Waken Up with Danny. How are you guys feeling on this Monday morning? Seems like a beautiful day outside, quiet so far. It's dark outside my window, but I imagine if the sun were shining, it would be beautiful. Oh, the haughty day fills this blue urn with fire. One morn is in the mighty heaven and one in our desire. The cannon booms from town to town. Our pulses beat not less. The joy bells chime. They're ringing down, which children voices bless. Little Ralph Emerson for you. Get out there today. It's going to be gorgeous. California's in the midst of a historic drought. We're not idiots. But a change in the weather pattern could help ease its severity. Well, I tell you, this flip in the pattern will allow rain to spread across much of California this week, as well as delivering much-needed snow to Sierra Nevada. This comes just days after California Governor Jerry Brown announced the first-ever statewide mandatory restrictions in an effort to reduce water usage due to the drought. Again, the worst severe weather outbreak so far this year will threaten lives and property across the central U.S. Wednesday through Thursday. A, quote, potentially volatile, end quote, event is shaping up for the middle of the week, according to AccuWeather.com meteorologist Rebecca Elliott. Lives and property will be threatened as this outbreak will yield destructive tornadoes and numerous thunderstorms with damaging winds, large hail, blinding downpours, and frequent lightning. Latest indications point toward the worst of the outbreak, targeting parks of Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, eastern Kansas, Missouri, Illinois, and southern Iowa. Well, this includes Des Moines, Iowa, Chicago, and Springfield, Illinois, Kansas City, St. Louis, Springfield, Missouri, Topeka, and Wichita, Kansas, Oklahoma City, and Tulsa, Oklahoma, Little Rock, and Fayetteville, Arkansas, and Dallas, Texas. Well, right now, current temperatures, we got 32 up in Billings, 40 in Denver, 51 in Omaha, 34 in Texas, 57 in St. Louis, 50 in Washington, D.C., 69 in Nowlands, 68 in Orlando, 74 in Miami, Florida, 69... It's the number of the day in San Antonio, Texas, 51 in Albuquerque, 56 in LA, and 48 in SF. Yeah, and 46 up in Seattle, Washington. Seems like a pretty cool and pleasant morning around. Headlines and things, it's time for the news. What does it all mean? Headlines around the world. It's time for the Struggling state-run Air India has grounded two of its pilots after a fight erupted between the pair just before takeoffs. The co-pilot allegedly assaulted the captain inside the cockpit as they were preparing the passenger plane for takeoff from the Indian tourist city of Jaipur to New Delhi on Sunday night. 
The co-pilot was irritated by his superior's request to write down critical information for the flight, such as the number of passengers on board, takeoff weight, and fuel uptake. Quote, the co-pilot took offense at this and reportedly beat up the captain. The carrier could not be reached for comment. Huh, how about that? Yet a University of South Carolina student has been suspended after a photo showing her writing a racist slur on a campus whiteboard went viral. The incident is the latest in a series of high-profile racist episodes in colleges in the United States, a series that has some critics questioning whether today's youth really are more tolerant and open to diversity than previous generations. Other experts have said that such incidents are a mark on the nation's struggle as it transitions into a place where... For the first time in its history, whites are no longer the majority. In the photo that circulated this week, the USC student, whose name has not been reported, is shown writing on a whiteboard with a red marker. The writing criticizes and cites reasons behind the school's poor Wi-Fi service. The first reason is a racial slur. Again, this is awful. The body of a missing two-year-old boy was found in a shallow pond near the Boyd's southwest Ohio home after hundreds of people fanned out to search for him. Leroy Toppins' body was found around 7 p.m. on Saturday, Fayette County Sheriff Vernon Stanforth said. We believe the child wandered away, got too close to the water, and fell in. Sheriff said a searcher found the child's body on the bottom of the pond about three feet from the shore. Several hundred people had been searching for the child since the parents reported him missing around 6 p.m. on Friday. Parents told authorities that the boy was playing outside near their house with siblings when he disappeared. Quote, there is no indication of foul play, end quote, Stanford said after the body was found. Here's a brighter note. A Nigerian immigrant was accepted by all eight Ivy League schools. High school senior Harold Eka didn't just get into one Ivy League university. He was accepted into all eight. Now comes the really hard part, deciding where to go. He actually got into all 13 schools where he applied to, including MIT and Johns Hopkins. I'm leaning towards Yale, he told CNN Money. I competed at Yale for Model UN, and I like the passion that people at Yale had. Some of the Yale students he met there became his friends and mentors, offering advice on the college application process. Now Eke is trying to do the same thing. Eke was born in Nigeria and came to the United States when he was eight years old. He wrote his main college essay about the struggle to adjust, including being clueless in U.S. history classes at school. He said he would ask his parents repeatedly why they moved. He wants to major in neurobiology or chemistry in college and later become doctor and ultimately a neurosurgeon. He was named a 2015 Intel Science Talent Search semifinalist earlier this year for his research on how acid DHA can slow Alzheimer's. Huh, what a guy. The stock market. The Dow. Yeah.
Despite poor jobs data, the dollar bulls keep the faith. The dollar will continue to reign supreme, assuming the Federal Reserve looks on course to raise rates before year-end, the analysts say. Weaker-than-expected U.S. jobs data on Friday put a pause on the dollar's seemingly unstoppable rally. Non-farm payroll came in at 126,000 in March, sharply below expectations for a 245,000 increase in a Reuters poll and making the lowest reading since December 2013. Data saw the U.S. dollar index drop 0.78% to 96.76 on Friday. Expectations that the Federal Reserve will raise interest rates against the backdrop of policy easing at many central banks around the world have seen the greenback surge. The U.S. dollar index, which measures the dollar's value against a basket of currencies, has risen 21.2% since July. Downward revisions to jobs data for January and February showed the U.S. added fewer jobs than previously believed, exacerbating concerns about the economy. Each second we live is a new and unique moment of the universe. A moment that will never be again. And what do we teach our children? We teach them that two and two make four, and that Paris is the capital of France. When will we also teach them what they are? We should say to each of them, Do you know what you are? You are a marvel. You are unique. In all the years that have passed, there has never been another child like you. Your legs, your arms, your clever fingers, the way they move. You may become a Shakespeare, a Michelangelo, a Beethoven. You have the capacity for anything. Yes, you are a marvel. And when you grow up, can you then harm another who is, like you, a marvel? You must work. We must all work to make the world worthy of its children. Pablo Picasso said this. Get the word of the day is quiescent. It's an adjective which means still, inactive or not showing symptoms. From the Latin quiescer, which means to rest, from quiesce, quiet. The earliest documented use was 1605, and some usage, given how quiescent wages and prices remain, rate rises seem still at least a year away. Jobs are not enough, the economist. And a bonus thought of the day, pleasure may come from illusion, but happiness can come only of reality. Nicholas de Chamfort, a writer, said this. He lived from April 6, 1741 to 1794. Today is April 6, 2015. Today is Army Day. Today is also Drowsy Driver Awareness Day, so take a nap if you're feeling a little sleepy. Today is also National Hostess Twinkie Day, National Siamese Cat Day, National Student Athlete Day, and New Beer's Eve. I can get behind that one. Today in history, a lot of things have happened. Maybe a man flew to the moon. History in 1973, Pioneer 11 launched toward Jupiter and Saturn. In 1957, New York City ends its trolley car service. In 1930, on this day, the hostess Twinkie was invented by bakery executive James Dewar. Also in 1925, the first film was shown on a British air flight. 
1909, the North Pole was reached by Americans Robert Peary and Matthew Henson. I imagine they were asked to leave pretty quick. Births! Talking about life and death. And some birthdays. In 1961, Rory Bremner was born. 1937, Merrill Haggard was also born. 1928, James D. Watson. Barry Levinson was born in 22. And in 19 and 14, George Reeves was also born. But people, they did also perish. In 2014, Victor Argo, an American actor, died. 2003, Anita Borg, an American scientist, died. 1994, Cyprian Niyamira, the president of Burundi, from 1993 to 94, was assassinated. Dick Carey, a jazz musician, died at 77 in 1994 that same year. Isaac Asimov, sci-fi author, dies from kidney failure at 72 in 1992 on this day. In 1983, Anna Maria, Salvador guerrilla leader, was murdered. In 1978, the year of my birth, Nicholas Nabokov, a composer of the Holy Devil, dies at 74. 1972, Henrik Lubke, West Germany president from 1959 to 1969, dies at 77. And in the Russian composer, died at 88 years old in 1971. And in the year 885, Methodius, Greek apostle of the slaves and archbishop of Sirmium, died. Every day is born a new hero. He faces adversary with a mighty sword. Will he live? Will he die? We don't know. We'll leave it in the hands of the story. Short story. remember the first time I saw the sun. Memories only go back to when I was about three years old. By then I was about four feet tall and I lived on the corner of two streets. But they were never that busy. Always the same people going back and forth all day long. My home was on the smaller side, a one-story with beige siding. I'd look into the windows just to see what was going on and sometimes looking back at me 
would be a little boy. I had grown by the time the boy finally approached me. He looked up at me and studied me, but I was too tall for us to play together. His dad mowed the lawn a lot, kept it pretty short. The boy would ride on his dad's lap and he'd scream when dad would go in circles around me. On sunny days, him and his parents would be outside playing and eating. They would play tag and would let the boy win. He was far too small to keep up with them, so I guess it makes sense to just let him feel good. Year goes by fast until it hits winter. Everything seems to slow down then. I'm always tired and piece by piece, I fall apart. The wind would pick up and these pieces of me would blow away down the street and out of sight. The boy didn't come out to see me often when it was winter. First day of spring is my favorite day of the year, when the sunlight hits me and I feel the warmth on my back. The boy was taller now and so was I. Now he was no longer the only one. There was another much smaller boy. When I would look into the windows, the smaller boy would be looking back at me. I had come to know the taller boy by David, and that is what everyone seemed to call him. He would come outside and climb my arms, and we would sit together and watch the sun go down. Once the light disappeared behind the horizon, he would jump down, look at me for a second, and then go back inside. It seemed every boy loves football when they hit a certain age. David and his brother and their father would always go and be outside when the weather permitted, tossing around the ball and chasing after one another. They would go around me, dodging each other and using my arms to try to jump over one another. I never saw myself as a football player, but it definitely was never a bad time. David and his brother would sit on my arms and watch the sun go down. When it went behind the horizon, both would jump down, look at me for a second, and then go back inside. Yelling coming from the house was more common now. Every few days the boy's father would slam the door and drive away in his truck. At first the brothers would run out together and yell at him to come back. Eventually they stopped running out after him and eventually I stopped seeing their father anymore. I saw less and less of David and his brother. They'd leave home early in their cars and then come back very late. I was always alone in the yard now. I would look into the windows, but I never saw much. The grass was longer than usual and the neighborhood older than it was, and I, taller. The boys were gone by next summer and their mother put the house up for sale. Every day I just stood in the yard watching cars go by and watching the lawn service poorly cut the grass. Boys' mother started coming out to see me. At first she would just walk around me or sit by me. One day at sunset, she came out of the house. She climbed up in my arms and watched the sun go out of sight. She got down and looked at me, nodded, and went inside. The house had been empty for some time. Months passed, seasons changed, my leaves fell off. It's funny, for standing here so long you'd think I'd have my fill of this world, its people. You'd think it would be alright to be alone. You'd think I wouldn't feel the years go by. Spring had started not too long ago when a moving truck showed up in front of my home. A young couple got out, holding their young daughter. Grass was mowed again and the lights were on in the house at night. I'd look into the windows just to see what was going on and sometimes, looking back at me, would be a little girl.
That was The Tree by Reddit user Tyler Clifton. And that's going to do it for this episode of Waking Up with Danny. I hope you'll join us next week, April the 13th. And we'll do it all over again. Well, I'm off to the dentist, so wish me luck this morning. And thanks for listening. <laughs>